Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are listening to another episode today. Welcome. This is day five out of 12 of my birthday giveaway. So someone asked me, they're like, why are you doing this big birthday giveaway? And I was like, let me explain it to you. I have my birthday coming up in September. It's a big birthday. And I was like, what can I do that's fun and exciting that isn't necessarily about me getting stuff? I don't need that. But how can I like have fun with my audience? So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a birthday giveaway, kind of like what I did over Christmas. Over Christmas, I did 12 days of Christmas like biohacking gifts or something. And it was a lot of fun and it was very successful actually. And I was like, I don't want to do it exactly like that. I'm going to do it a little different. So it's similar and you can enter. So it's live now. There are two different prizes that you can win. And each prize is a box of different products and brands. So box number one came out and is live as of Monday, August 28th. And it has seven different brands associated with it. Box number two came out on Tuesday, August 29th, and has seven different brands with it as well. So when you enter through the link, you know, it's kind of everywhere on my website, my newsletter, blog posts, show notes, link in my bio on TikTok and Instagram and on YouTube, you will be entered to win either box, right? So there's no double entry required or anything like that. And you'll see a bunch of different ways to enter as well. So it's really exciting. Each box is worth over 2,200 USD. That's like 3,000 Canadian for all the Canadians out there who are entering. That's a lot. Like imagine me wrapping up and sending you a gift that's worth $2,200. And you don't have to do anything. You know that, right? Like you literally just wait for it to come in the mail. And you're going to be waiting and waiting because I know when I'm waiting for something exciting, I'm like, okay, where is it? Where's the tracking number? Okay. Is it coming today? Tomorrow? Tomorrow? I'm going to be home. (laughs) And I know that's going to be you when you win. So enter the giveaway right now. Enter your dog, enter your cat, enter everybody, you know, do all the extra things that, you know, increase your entries just because you might as well, right? Like the prize is worth so much money. Like you have to think about it in the time versus like the prize, right? So say it takes you 10 minutes, say it takes you 15 minutes to be like, okay, I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to share it. I'm going to follow these different people. I'm going to maximize my entries. And then from that 15 minutes, you win and you just won $2,200 worth of product. And the other cool thing is that you actually get to try all of these brands and products that maybe you've always wanted to try, but have maybe been a little too expensive or maybe have been a little inaccessible to you. Maybe you've never even heard of them. And maybe now you're really interested because you're reading my blog posts that are coming out each day about the products, or you are listening to the podcast episodes and you're like, wow, that sounds really cool. I really want to try that. So you get to try them and you get to use what you like, keep what you like, maybe gift some of it to somebody else. That's a lovely idea. You could even take what you don't want, wrap it up, keep it for a Christmas gift that's coming. 
That's really nice too. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in regifting. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Because again, all of the products are designed to optimize your health. So whether that's your health, whether that's your daughter's health, whether that's your mom's health, whatever, you get to help other people become healthier or you get to become healthier. And that is awesome. And I'm so, so here for that. So that's why this was created. I want to help you become healthier. Go and enter right now. And it's pretty easy. Like I I made it as easy as possible. I made it easier this time than I did over Christmas. Okay. In full transparency, I actually copied exactly how Jillian Harris does her giveaways. I got the same software. I did the same thing. And I was like, I love how she does it. She makes it so easy for me to enter and increase how many entries I have. What software is this? I'm doing the same thing. So kudos to you, Jillian Harris and your team. Good job. I know you follow me on Instagram. Thank you, which is such a compliment. (laughs) And I'm copying you 100% for this. So enjoy this giveaway. I am so excited to tell you when you win. Winners will be notified by email only, not on Instagram, not on social media. So keep an eye on your inbox because you're going to want that email from me. You betcha. Oh, I would definitely be wanting that email. So today's episode is all about Sensate. We are getting into everything that has to do with stress regulation and the vagus nerve. And the Sensate device is very, very cool. I've had mine for a couple of years now, and it's really great for really grounding you in your body and in yourself. So when we kind of feel like we're in fight or flight and we are, you know, just on the go too much, it can be really nice to use something like Sensate that can really bring us back into our body and feel more calm. And yeah, basically it vibrates on your vagus nerve. It connects to an app on your phone. It has soundscapes, which is like really beautiful sounds and the vibrations on the vagus nerve, which is like on your chest bone, basically is what really helps to regulate your stress response. And that kind of brings you back into a more stress-free mind frame. And it's really, really good for people do it like while they meditate, people do it while they kind of like drift off to sleep. People do it during lunch or, you know, during a break from work type of idea as well. Anything that can really just help you feel more in your body again, I think is a really good idea. So I love my Sensate. And you know what? Sensate is a massive company. Like they have been getting so much funding. They're becoming so popular. I'm I'm so proud of them, to be honest. Like they're doing such a good job. If you want to try Sensate, I will link it as well in the show notes for you. Use my discount code BiohackingBrittany at checkout. It will save you some money, which is always really nice when you're buying devices like this because they are not cheap. And I just really want to help those people out there who you know, maybe are a bit chronically stressed and and maybe just need some support in a way that's not like just a meditation app, you know, like something that's a little more physical that can kind of help remind them or remind you to really, really get more in tune with your body. So check that out. I will link that everywhere. I also did a blog post on them. It just came out today. It was released. So enjoy that and enter my giveaway if you haven't already and share it with everybody you know because we all want to be just healthier, don't we? So enjoy this and I'll catch you tomorrow for another episode. 
Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so thankful that you are joining this week for another podcast episode. And today's episode is featuring Sensate, one of the products and brands featured in my giveaway. I have been using Sensate for so long and I have done interviews with the team and I've tried different things and it's been really cool to see how big Sensate has actually grown in two years. And so today we're going to dive into the device and how it works, how it can help us. And I have Michelle Lavin joining me. She is the head of brand and partnerships, and she's actually the third employee at the company. So Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brittany. I'm really excited to be here and meet your audience. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. What we were saying earlier before we started recording was like, I've had both the founders on my show. And now you are technically the first employee and you're next. So I'm I'm excited to hear about your experience. Yeah, I actually started with the company. It's now over four years ago. So yeah, after Anna, our CEO and Stefan, the inventor of Sensate. And it was a really exciting time to join, you know, before everything was super well established. And it was actually right before we launched the current product that everybody is using now. So getting in, I think at the beginning has been really, really exciting, you know, on a professional level for my own development and just for the satisfaction of being able to contribute to such a great company, but also because I'm a Sensate user myself. So I've had my own health journey that Sensate has definitely contributed to over the last four years. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, your company mission is just incredible in general. So before we kind of get into like the different applications, what is Sensate and like, how do you describe it to people who may have never seen the device or even heard of it or used it? Yeah, it's really, it's challenging to be, you know, working with a piece of pre-consensus technology, right? It's a totally new thing in a totally new space, really. But it's basically low frequency sound. You place the device on your chest. It's about the size of half an avocado for everybody listening. And it sits on your sternum, like kind of right where you would do a a little bit of a comedy Tarzan, just to make sure that on your chest bone, it's going to resonate that sound into your chest cavity. And, you know, you're also listening to uh, very specially composed soundscapes in your ears. So you've got headphones on, you use an app to control the Sensate. It's very low frequency intermittent Bluetooth. Uh, It just sort of pings the Sensate and lets it know which soundscape it's about to start. And the Sensate is actually one of the musical instruments in that synchronized soundscape. So, you know, the human body reacts extremely powerfully to sound, which isn't very surprising, really, if you think about it. Sound and sound resonance, which is, you know, detected as vibration, is our first felt sense, you know, when we are in, in utero. So I think there's probably, you know, quite a case to make that kind of sound resonance in the body is going to speak to a really ancient part of us. So it is extremely soothing. It's a very relaxing experience, even in that very first session. And you can do it as short as 10 minutes. So 10 minutes, 20 minutes, or 30 minutes at the moment. And most people will feel immediately relieved in that first session. But I can definitely testify to the fact that if you continue using it really consistently, you'll notice your ability to relax actually improves. And that's really the long-term goal is to create the opportunity for your body to tone itself and to practice being able to self-regulate, which is to bounce back from stress, right? 
as much as I would love it, Sensei's never going to eliminate stress from life or from anybody's day. But what we can all do is empower ourselves to recover more quickly from any of those stressful events when they do naturally occur. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, stress is a tricky one because it's always going to kind of be there. And I think it just fluctuates throughout life. And a lot of the time you have to be really deliberate and conscious in your effort to manage it. At least in my experience, like otherwise it kind of just accumulates and then you kind of burn out. So for those listening who really struggle with stress and anxiety, maybe, and they were to think about getting something like Sensei, like how do you recommend they go about using that? And how do you kind of see it helping people with stress and high stress, like long-term? I think one of the really important things to remember is that everybody has, hopefully, and is starting to develop kind of a, you know, stress reduction toolkit. And we might all use more than one thing, right? The tricky thing is, is that like, I have a calm subscription because I like the sleep stories. But Sensei is quite unique in that it is actively therapeutic on your body. So you can't really fail at it. It isn't meditation. You can actually be thinking anything you like. The only commitment we really ask you for is to lay still reclining back or, you know, laying on your back for 10 minutes. That's it. You can't fail at it because Sensei's doing something to and for you. So it's not actually up to you. You can be quite passive or you can, you know, choose to really focus yourself uh, during your sessions, that's fine as well, or incorporate your breathing work, anything that you feel moved to do in those 10 minutes, except for, you know, move around, we do want you to kind of commit to that, that break. But it's a great way to start. I think a lot of people try to turn to mindfulness or meditation, because we know it's good for us. But we often try and do it when it's I don't want to say too late, but if you're already under a huge amount of pressure, or if you've already experienced a traumatic event or something, you know, quite upsetting has happened, that's a very tricky time to try and learn how to meditate. You know, if your nervous system is all jangly, and you're already kind of in a place of crisis, or, you know, just really anxious or really stressed out, that's, that's a big ask. You know, meditation is something that, you know, a lot of the people on our team do for sure. But it's kind of an investment you need to make over time versus like, okay, I'm going to learn how to meditate today because I've, you know, lost my job. That is probably not the greatest time for that sort of intervention. But I find that I really like to use it if I am actually feeling under extreme pressure and I'm just not able to intervene on my own behalf, you know, then it's a great rescue tool. So, and it's also a great beginner's tool. Some people are using Sensei as a way to start their self-care practices, and then they might branch out into additional methodologies after that. Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. Mindfulness is tough in general, but also meditating is tough. I'm a terrible meditator. (laughs) It's one of those practices that I just haven't figured out. I haven't been able to nail down what works for me with it. And a lot of people kind of use apps and there's all these different things that you can do, but but I still struggle with it. So I think it's great that Sensate kind of bridges that. Like it feels different when I grab Sensate because it's like, okay, this is a product that's helping me feel better. It's vibrating on my chest. There's the sound with it as well. So it just feels like a little bit more like, like I'm doing something. And, and then again, like you don't want to always be doing something, but I don't know. It works better for me than just trying to meditate, like you said. So like 
the two inputs of vibration and sound, like how do they, I guess, like work on the nervous system? And also like, why did you even add the sound element? Like, could you not have just kept it as a vibration, like timer for 10 minutes, and then it kind of just turns off? Well, I think the important thing to realize is it's it's a really holistic soundscape. So like I said, the sensei is actually, and it's different. So it's not a solid state vibration. You know, it's actually sound resonance like an instrument. So the sensate track is itself composed just like the rest of the the other atmospheric track. And, you know, and there's nature sounds. That's really important that we have lots of biophilic sound in there. There are binaural beats and some other, you know, I think really key elements in the secret sauce that the actual soundscape incorporates. And then it's, you know, the sensei is just one of those, you know, wonderful pieces of the composition. So it is actually synchronized altogether. I think it also combines to create kind of an escape. You know, that tactility that you're talking about on the chest is really important. I think it kind of draws people back to it as well, because the sensate sort of ebbs and flows with its kind of its own pattern and and musical contributions. So I also think some of this is really important if you consider like even better awareness of neurodiversity now, you know, asking somebody with ADHD might be a really challenging ask to suggest that they meditate or engage in a mindfulness practice. So I think it's really important that we kind of broaden our minds about how accessible we can make some of these, you know, therapeutic methods for everyone. Yeah. I love that. That's like an application that I didn't even really think about, but you're right. There are a lot of people who are kind of on that, that spectrum of neurodiversity. And it's interesting because there's so many different practices, I guess, that just don't really keep that in mind, like don't really cater to those types of people, which I think we're getting better, right? Like there's more education, you know, podcasts like this, like we're talking about it. And so it's getting better. But have you had any customers who maybe have been like that, who've talked to you about their experience with Sensate that you could like share? Yeah, absolutely. We get feedback quite often, actually, from people who have different sensitivities, different levels, as you say, like we we do have some parents who are giving it to their older teenagers and young adult children, especially if they're going off to uni and they might be on the spectrum with autism of any kind or ADHD, which isn't uncommon. So I think everybody's recognizing that we need to make sure that, you know, we aren't ableist in our thinking. So, you know, and just assume all practices are equally accessible to everyone. So yeah, it's it's really exciting to know that we're reaching people. And I also think there's a significant case to make for, you know, young adults being able to learn how to self-regulate their nervous system and their response to stress. You know, being able to pull yourself out of the sympathetic nervous system state where you are in fight, flight, freeze, you are anxious, you are selfish. This is, you know, when you're in the sympathetic nervous state, when you are in fight, flight, freeze, you are in survival mode. It's not a state of empathy, creativity, generosity, and it does even impair executive function. So, you know, if you consider the sort of state of mind that you're in, if you're in that stressed out state, it's not a good one. And you're not going to interact extremely well with anybody else or even with the work that you have to do. 
if you can come out of that and into the parasympathetic state, which is rest and digest, that's where then you can start to be creative. This is what people talk about when they're like, oh, I'm really in the zone today. You know, I'm having great ideas. For whatever reason, you aren't anxious. Maybe you got a great night's sleep. And your creativity will flow, you're more empathetic, more collaborative, it's easier to start projects because your executive function isn't as, you know, cramped. This is where we all want to be. We want to be making not fear-based decisions and living really creative, collaborative, empathetic lives. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I know an application that is also great for Sensate is just using it for sleep. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people struggle with sleep whether it's falling asleep quickly or waking up throughout the night or, you know, tossing and turning, like racing thoughts. And obviously like there's so much stuff out there about like optimizing sleep, but how would you suggest people use Sensate for sleep? And what have you kind of heard from your customers as well? This is one of my most favorite questions today, because we are actually delighted to say that next week we'll be releasing a pilot study that we have done uh, specifically around sleep. And the findings are pretty encouraging. So we will definitely do a, a you know, a longer and, and more in-depth study in the future. But in the study, it looks like people were getting between about 45 and 60 minutes extra sleep a night, which would be quite wow. a game changer quite a game changer. I mean, think about how much better you feel in the morning when you've had proper sleep. Like I know I feel just a totally different human being. And I think it was also reducing the amount of time it took people to fall asleep. We've also done some work with Ben Greenfield, who I'm sure everybody's somewhat familiar with. And he also mentioned that use case that you just did about like, what if you wake up with racing thoughts in the middle of the night? You know, you're just suddenly mind decided to kick in. <laughs> it's a really great way of bringing yourself back down into that, like just leveling down and be like, right, actually, it isn't time to get going yet. So we're really excited about, I think, the way Sensate can affect sleep. It's really sweet, actually. We constantly get Aura Ring uh, screenshots, right, of people's sleep scores. And Aura Ring users can often tell if they've used Sensate that day at all, like just by their sleep quality, duration, their sleep score improves, they don't even have to always do it right before bed. So I've been told. So that's why we've been doing, you know, a lot of looking into how Sensate is affecting everybody's sleep. But obviously, everything in your life works better if you aren't tense, anxious, and upset, right? There is nothing in your life that works better that way. You know, and I'm differentiating between like some healthy pressure, maybe around sports or athletes versus like the constant grinding pressure of anxieties or, you know, work stresses or family stresses. You know, people have a lot to deal with and having constant adrenaline and cortisol just sort of swimming in your system can really take a toll. So it definitely will improve sleep. Yeah, I love that. I think it's great for a use case like that. Even like I've woken up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep and you're tossing and turning and then you start thinking about work and it's like, oh my gosh, like this is just so much. And then how do you get back to like a grounded state is very difficult. Mm, And if you get up and like turn the light on or like do anything that's like somewhat stimulating, it's like you're screwed for the next hour basically. And the longer you look at the clock advancing in time, the yeah. more upset you get, right? You just yeah. feel your stomach sinking because you're like, no. 
Oh, yeah, I'm definitely, it doesn't happen often to me, but when it does, it's rough. And sometimes like I, depends on the time. Like if it's like about 3.30, there's been times when I've just like gotten up and started my day because I'm like, I can't fall asleep. No one's awake right now. I can, then I start thinking if I get up right now, I could do X, Y, and Z and no one's awake. So I will get ahead of my day work-wise. But that's not great no. for our, our health. And so having something that's like sensate just to pull out and use is a really smart idea. And I actually didn't even think about doing that. And I should do that because that makes a lot of sense. I use it because I am the worst napper in the universe. Like I know, you know, like I'm a huge fan of Ariana Huffington really getting into the whole need for sleep. And I was really lucky and got to meet her about 10 years ago and super fascinating. And, you know, and napping is great. We all know this. We all know this, but I just can't do it. It's I'm not great at it. And I do the same thing where I'm like, okay, 20 minute power nap, go. And (laughs) But if it's going to take me too long to fall asleep, I can't do it. And so it then it it does. It stresses me out and frustrates me. So like I do, I do like a 20 minute sensei quite often after lunch, right? Because I've eaten and I'm feeling a little bit groggy. I know I need to, you know, gear up for the rest of my day. I live in London, but half of our team is stateside. And so I I know that I need kind of to take a little bit of a break in the middle and just rejuvenate my brain, reset for the second half of my day. And, you know, that makes a really big difference. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think what's also interesting about Sensei is it really helps develop your emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. because it makes you super aware of when you might need Sensei and then how you feel when you're using it and then how you feel after. So the more you use it, the more you can kind of like assess yourself and understand, oh, I'm in flight or fight mode. I'm feeling very hyper right now or like anxious, stress, whatever it might be. And then when you sense it, you're like, oh, okay, I feel grounded. I feel in my body. Do you find like that happens a lot with people in terms of like increasing their emotional intelligence and just kind of like furthering them along on that path? A hundred percent. And I think there's another big case to be made for, you know, starting to use our phones and our devices as tools for us instead of being controlled by them. So I think what the distinction that you've just raised is super important, right? So it's us gaining and regaining control over how we intend to feel, how we intend to show up in the world. You know, I learned a lot, uh, Sensei's working with two really wonderful young women, and they're going for the Olympics in windsurfing. And it's been such a joy to, you know, get to know them. I got to go out to where the Olympic training area is here in England and do a workshop with them. And, you know, these young women are so strong and so determined. And, you know, they're using Sensei as a focusing tool for sure as well. So they will, they'll make sure to do a Sensei before they go into a competition to really ground themselves. But there's such a level of intentionality in that. And I think, and there's no reason we don't have to be practicing for the Olympics ourselves, but, you know, we can bring that same level of intention to our own lives and start to, I think it's, it's very empowering to start to be able to self-diagnose and be like, oh, actually, I don't need to panic right now. 
I don't need to go do a whole bunch of shopping to, you know, get the right dopamine serotonin hit, you know, like I can actually just check in with myself and this is going to help me just to kind of find my center and then I can get back to what I really meant to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think that's just such a good idea. And it's so interesting to hear about all the different ways that you can use it. It really just shows that I don't know if it shows how stressed out we are, but it might. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just how our the way that we live doesn't necessarily promote a feeling of being grounded, whether we're at work or school or raising a family. Like all of these things, there typically just tends to be so many tasks and to-do lists and like go, go, go all the time. And I don't think that's kind of going to go anywhere, but I think we can bring in practices that promote more work-life balance and just like these moments of feeling connected to our body. And that is really difficult for a lot of us, including myself. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. I'm curious if you've had anybody have like a unique reaction or emotional response when using Sensate. Oh, definitely. And I have to say, I have been so, so fortunate to give, honestly, hundreds and hundreds of demos to people at different events. And I mean, (laughs) a bit weird, but you know, like I've actually, there was a girl having something of a, like a panic attack on one of the platforms at a train station and, you know, went ahead and gave her a sensei session because it was easily 15, 20 minutes before the next train was coming and she felt so much better. We've also had somebody give somebody a sensate before a flight. And these are just customers as well, writing back to us, letting us know that it's been kind of a handy emergency intervention. But even in some of the demos, I've had people giggle while doing their sensate, which is adorable, like because, you know, it can be kind of cathartic. If you think about just the equivalency of it is doing something to your body, you know, it's putting this beautiful, soothing sound resonance into your body. And your body may answer back, right? So it's not surprising to me that there would be a a kind of a physical or emotional response to, you know, this kind of touching your, I think, just your senses, being in touch with your senses. So I've also had people cry, you know, sit up after their sensate session, just burst into tears. And so I have spent a lot of time hugging people I don't know. And it's been wonderful because there's nothing I like better. But, you know, they sometimes they're quite surprised because they weren't expecting that. But, you know, be patient with yourself. Obviously, your body just felt like it needed to do that. You know, yeah. we also cry in movies and, and any other time. And it's just kind of a cathartic response. So must have just been in there and needed to come out. But yeah, it's been, it's been great. And some people feel quite euphoric. Some people do it and they feel super energized and like, yeah, really quite euphoric and happy. So yeah, you just got to go with it. But getting in touch with yourself, I think that's invaluable. So I think so much of the way the world is built around us is to keep us busy, preoccupied in a space of need, feeling like we need more or doing well, or I can't catch up with everything. Like to your point about the fact that there's always so much more to do and so much on the to-do list, you know, that's quite stressful in and of itself to feel like you're just never going to catch up. I don't think that's a very fun feeling. So getting in touch and taking a breath, I think sometimes we're able to go faster if we slow down. I think being in a rush isn't helpful always. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can relate to so much of what you said. What's interesting is I went to, I was in Toronto recently and I wasn't using Sensei, but I went to this like sauna cold therapy session. It's like 75 minutes. You do it in a group class. And I brought my mom and we did two back to back, like Saturday, Sunday. And she cried in both sessions in the sauna. And it was, there was like meditation and humming and like, it was very, very healing. And that is what that reminds me of is like, we're on the go so much that Mm -hmm. when we actually stopped process our feelings and like sit in a sauna for 20 minutes or do sensate for 10 minutes and we like feel in our body, we're like, oh, like I have actually been feeling very sad or very angry, or I'm actually really processing this thing that happened a long time ago and and now it's coming up, right? And it was very beautiful to see her go through that. And Mm -hmm. I think if we can even take that opportunity and create more moments of that in our day, using something like Sensate, that's such a good idea. Mostly because like when we don't process our emotions, they just build, they build and build and build. And then I think that book is called like, uh, the body keeps the score, right? So how does it actually end up manifesting into health issues long-term? So dramatically, right? We know that like, I think 75% of all doctors visits, and this is before the pandemic effects, you know, 75% were caused by stress-related illnesses, this is ridiculous. We are, you know, to be in that much pain and just not to be processing and not everything is terrible either. Right. It's just that there's a lot of stimulus, so much stimulus in your body and your mind is so busy and that releases chemicals. That's the thing is, you know, the cortisol and the adrenaline that are being released into your system in order to make you ready to run and hide or do whatever it is you have to survive, which is entirely not necessary. I don't need to run to a cave because I have too many emails, although it feels like that sometimes, but you know, your body is kind of overreacting to the reality of what is, you know, the cause of modern anxieties. So yeah, getting in touch with yourself, I think is amazing. I have absolutely bawled out crying once in a spin class. I've never been so embarrassed, but like the (laughs) The, the spin teacher was like, no, he goes, go with it, girl. That's totally normal. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> obviously it was in there and it needed to come out better yeah. out than in. So I agree with you. Bottling all this stuff up is not going to help. I mean, yeah. since I, we really think we can change the world. We genuinely do. If people are back in themselves feeling healthier, feeling emotionally healthier, to your point, you know, improving our EQ, that's priceless. You know, the the world has some huge, huge problems. And for all of us to get together on the same playing board and start being super collaborative and solving big global problems, people are going to have to be better versions of themselves. And, you know, I do believe in the flap of butterfly wings. It matters how all of us are showing up every day. And, you know, it's just like that. I love that campaign against living miserably calm uh, group because who wants to live miserably? You have one life. Yeah, I really do love that. It's just so tough, right? And I think hustle culture is so toxic. And I think we recognize that though now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, well, maybe it's the circles I'm in though. 
because I, I wonder if you were to walk the streets of somewhere like New York city, if you know, a, such a hustle and bustle city, like, I wonder if there is this sense of like, Oh, we need to feel grounded or, Oh, like, let's go to a yoga class or like, there is that let's get into nature, whatever it is. Whereas like, I think on the West coast where I am, it's very much like ingrained here. Health is a big priority. Nature is a big priority. Yeah. It's still not perfect, but it's, it's great. So yeah, I would like to see the hustle culture continue to, I don't want to say decline, but awareness of how toxic it can be. I would like Mm -hmm. to see that increase. Yeah. I think someone was telling me on a podcast a couple of days ago that she saw a post and it was like something like basically saying like, you don't deserve to go to sleep at night if you didn't give your day a hundred percent or something. It was so horrible. And I was like, that is so backwards. Like it's sleep is so important. Like, you know what I mean? Like we need these stress management tools and products to help us be able to show up a hundred percent. What do you mean? What? No, like the first thing you need is some sleep. I mean, that's like the other old like aphorism, right? You know, when the student says to the teacher, I don't have 20 minutes to meditate. And then the teacher's like, oh, well, in that case, you need to sit for an hour. Mm. Because, you know, again, if you can't make the time or, and, you know, I realize it's a luxury we don't all have, which is another reason why I'm so pro sensei, right? Because you know, everybody doesn't have all the time. A lot of people don't have the funds. Like I don't have the time or the money to go off on a retreat for three months and learn how to properly meditate as an example. That would be wonderful, but that's not scalable and it's not achievable for most people. So, you know, having something that doesn't take as long, it is, you know, hopefully instantly calming and instantly centering in that 10 minute period. I mean, to me, that is life-changing. Yeah. I think you're so right. And I think when we can use a product to kind of help us get there and not just rely on ourselves in order to just like sit in silence and meditate, like it's hard for a lot of people. If willpower worked all the time, then we would all be supermodels. You know what I mean? Like that's, (laughs) come on. Like Willpower is nice. And, you know, I'm a hugely determined person. I am so unbelievably persistent through my health journeys and just in life in general. It hasn't always gone well, but I am still standing. Great. But, you know, willpower isn't always an option. Like, and it isn't always going to win the day. And to be honest, also, the world isn't set up for your willpower to be successful, right? Right now, I mean, to be honest, every single one of those little notifications on my phone was designed to break my willpower. Mm. So (laughs) like, come on, we have an uphill battle here. So wherever we can find an ally in technology, you know, grab it with both hands. Yeah, I I love that. I think you're spot on. So if people want to try Sensei, where can they go and how can they connect with you? They can always find us at getsensate.com. We have a lot of, you know, interactive FAQs, some really useful information on the website. They can always email us at info at getsensate.com as well. We have an amazing customer service team. I absolutely love them so much. They are so kind. 
And of course, we're on Instagram, uh, MySensate. That's another good place to get in touch and message. Our team is pretty active out there. We also have a private Facebook group uh, for people who are super, super into Sensei and sharing their own journeys. So that's another great one. And on our Facebook page. So you can always visit our Facebook page and ask to join the Facebook group for sure. Sensei Friends. Amazing. Okay. I will link all of that in the show notes and on my website so people can find you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was so fun. And I know my audience will definitely get a lot out of it. Wonderful. I look forward to hearing from people. If anybody has any follow-up questions for me, they can just DM us on Instagram and ask for Michelle. Awesome. Sounds so good. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.